Hey everyone, this podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you've ever wanted to start a podcast, I encourage you to check out Anchor. Anchor has made this whole experience user-friendly for myself and even the ones that have come before me. They have a selection of music synced through Spotify. You can even upload your own third-party sound recordings. It's super user-friendly and it's made this whole process so easy. They even help distribute it to platforms uh, some to mention such as Spotify and even Apple Podcasts. If you're feeling creative and inspired and want to start a podcast, Anchor has helped me and I am sure Anchor will help you as well. It was never on a global like like, like real life like Yeah, it was never on like now. a global a global thing. And the thing with Tom Holland Spider-Man is he not only did he deal with a global issue, he glo- he he dealt with a universe issue. Yeah, yeah. You know, like like to the point and the thing is is he like losing Tony should have been the should have been like the the main like he learned his lesson, you know. All right, so welcome back everyone to another episode of Convo. Uh, so sorry it has been such a long time in the making of producing and making material for this podcast because of uh, life, uh, catching up on some side priorities, but. I'm glad that today we get to do this one for you guys. Uh, In this segment, we are reviewing with some raw thoughts and reactions to two big films that were released recently. But first, I want to introduce who I will be doing it with. Today, I have a good friend, a brother of Christ, a person that has a beautiful singing voice, uh, the one and only Chinu. Chinu, how are you doing today? Hey, uh, doing good, doing good. Thank you for that very uh, humble, uh, too too nice of an intro for me. But thank you very much. I'm uh, glad that you're. Uh, thanks for having me on your uh, podcast. Problem. I only speak the truth. I don't. I don't just make <laughs> stuff up. Yeah, it's uh, it's great to have you. I feel like I haven't seen you for so long. It, we I, have I not think seen each for a while. For a while, yeah. Um, just want to just just real quick before we get started, I just want to do like a like a check in, like what's what's new, man, and like what are, what are some updates? Um, uh, I don't know if you want me to kind of go first and to kind of model it, and then like you can kind of just follow through, or we can go back and forth. But I guess I'll just go. Okay. Um, so check in. I I'm doing good. You knew I. Um, I don't know if you are. You knew. Obviously, you knew. Yeah, you know definitely that I just got married. So that's mm-hmm. definitely taken. Congratulations. Thank you. I just um, I just got married, and um, it's definitely a, a, a different walk in life and a milestone, and opens up a new chapter. So that's exciting. And that's a whole nother layer of conversation. Um, I but, that's, know. <laughs> but that's that. Um, you know, uh, what's new? I I recently just got back on my fitness journey. I lost about 12 to 13 pounds already. So um, the pandemic really screwed me up. I, I think it screwed everyone up. So I, I gained a lot of weight during the pandemic because gyms were closed. And I attempted to try to work out at home, but it's not the same. I'm sure you can relate <laughs> or um, have your own version of it. Um, I bring that up because I remember you and your brother, you guys 
uh, were doing that journey with me as well. And it was really cool. And I was glad to kind of help uh, kind of, you know, um, give some momentum to inspire others. And you guys inspired me to keep going. So that's that's great. And I see there's people that um, are out there that are, go- are getting back to us. So that's that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is new? Uh, well, I think that's the, all that I can think of. I got a new camera and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to produce and make more content. Um, this year I have some plans. I released a new kind of like debut of update for myself on my YouTube channel that I shared with you as well. And a real accumulation of some of my work. So those are some of the things that come to mind. All right, it's your turn. Um, know more about me. What's new, man? Dude, uh, give me all the spill. Well, something that you might not have known since since the whole COVID thing is uh, I have a, I got a new guitar. Uh, nice. I'm an owner of a Gibson now, so nice. Yeah, so it's you uh, trader. I'm joking. <laughs> my baby <laughs> no i'm joking uh it cost me like an arm and leg but you know they're growing they're still no. growing back <laughs> yeah gibsons um, are nice uh i work i work at amazon now so okay yeah i'm an amazon i'm an amazonian as they call it now so. wow it's only okay been, okay okay so like it's only been three weeks quick question since we're you're, you brought up amazon i I hear there's a documentary on like how bad it is to work there, but then I didn't know about it until someone told me, but I try not to believe it because I feel like people that work at Amazon, they have such a good time, especially like delivering stuff, especially during the halls, but, but it's just like my initial thoughts. Well, see, I don't know about deliveries because I, I have heard bad stories about it before, but I work in the fulfillment center. So I'm, I'm in the building all the time. It's not that bad. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. not that bad. Like uh there there's there's like a I mean there's a lot of freedom. You're in charge of your own like you know, you have to go if you're going clock in, you have to make sure you're responsible for that. You go to lunch, you're responsible for that. Uh nice. if you're leaving early, you're requesting time off, you're responsible for that yourself. Um only time that anyone really talks to you is if they want to teach you something, like if a manager wants to teach you something new. Or if, um, or if you're like working too slow, because they do kind of have like a quota system there, but it is like uh, they do kind of range it off of like. I I think that they range it off of like the majority, so it's like you know not everyone is gonna be processing things like you know the quickest. Like you know they 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 have evaluators that will come by and talk to you and like say oh well you should be doing this at this many seconds at this many minutes this many per hour but it's just like they're reading off a script you know like evaluating you and like when you're working there and they say that to you you just have to be able to have the mindset of being like well you know like i see people working next to me and they're not working as fast as me so there's no way that these guys are hitting the numbers that they're trying to tell me to hit yeah yeah so it's more, I think they, they like, they just want you, they just want people to continue working, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, I think 
it's like half and half. Maybe you aren't working fast enough, then they say something, mm -hmm. or they just have to come say it because they were told that they need to come say it to you. But nice. other than that, it's like that's the only time leadership like really like talks to you. So, okay. Well that's good because you're it's, to my my opinion, my opinion, mm -hmm. it's not that bad. I people yeah. who say that it's bad, I don't know. I don't I don't know why it's bad for them. Well, I believe you because like you are someone that is well, I'm I'm hearing it from someone that is coming from the actual company and I think it's amazing and give yourself credit because Amazon is truly such a innovative way of like getting things really fast to your door and it's I think I, I think I survived Christmas because of Amazon so like <laughs> special shout out to Amazon I thankfully I was yeah. not there during Christmas yet because I heard Christmas season is pretty bad <laughs> oh my gosh well I'm glad that you uh, you were able to find um, some employment opportunities so so congrats to that well, I, I just want to say that it's it's so nice seeing you because I, we haven't seen each other for a while. And for the listeners, we're actually not in person together. We are actually uh, seeing each other through virtually. <laughs> so that's uh, it's it's great. That's how things are nowadays. Closest, next closest thing. The next closest thing. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get started. Are you ready? All right. All right. Obviously, I don't know how long this will take to you. So like. Uh, let's just kind of let's, let's just let's just do it, you know. So, the two films that we are giving our thoughts to, it might have said it in the title. So, the title that I'm gonna put for it, but uh, it's they're both MCU in the MCU uh, universe, and uh, we're talking about Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and Spider Man No Way Home, and um, we're gonna do Shang Chi first. So my first question I want to ask you, and obviously I, I, I can like jump in as well as um, these are going to be the same questions for both. First initial thoughts when you saw the trailer. Um, also, where were you when you saw it and what device and platform did you see it on? Uh, if I remember, I probably was at work. Mm hmm. I was probably still at Domino's. Mm, I love their pizzas, by the way. Ah, their pizzas are right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I was still delivering. So it might have popped up on my uh, notification on either YouTube or on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was like oh like a marvel marvel movie and then it was like super obvious that you know it's asian right <laughs> so yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i was like i was like oh okay so uh i think i might have waited until i got back to the store from a delivery mm -hmm. and then like probably sat in my car for like the two three minutes and washed it mm -hmm. My first thought was, I was like, yes, Asian superhero. <laughs> that was my <laughs> first reaction. But yeah, 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 I think it was during work and I watched it on my iPhone. Yeah. Nice. And that's that's news to me too. You just mentioned iPhone because I remember you were like an Android person for a while. And there's a time <laughs> where you switched to iPhone. Do you, do you still have the same one or did you upgrade to like the new one. Oh, uh, well, I had a, I had a 10 R okay. uh, right now. I have a 12 pro. 
awesome. That's the same one I have. Yeah, I, have so I haven't upgraded yet because uh, my carrier doesn't have it yet. And also, I'm not in a rush, obviously. And I'm like to this point where it's already been released. I was like, hmm, is it even worth it now? <laughs> but then I do yeah, love I'm like I'm in the know, same like, boat. I'm in yeah. the same boat. But I mean, I just picked mine up like a year ago. So I was like, OK, yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Well, you well, if anything, you washed it on an amazing phone device i'm not trying to sell yeah. iphone but then oh, yeah. it's it's amazing it has a good sound system and good display um all jokes aside uh that's cool i loved how you mentioned that you went into the car and took your time to watch it because like um i'll tell i'll talk about this later too but a film like that i felt like it deserved to be watched in the theater there's some films where it's like oh you could watch this at home and but there's some films that um deserves like a cinematic environment and um i can talk a little bit about that later but when i first saw it i saw it on my phone obviously and sadly i saw it on facebook because uh, i was on it and you just happen to scroll through one of those um uh it was like a disney or marvel ad and uh, it was it was showcasing it um it was kind of like hinty and teasing it and i was like oh my gosh like i knew about shang chi a little while ago back in 2018 because um they were casting for it and um, um there was a there's a few asian american um youtubers kind of talking about it and uh it started off with a tweet if i remember uh from simu lu the same guy that tweeted uh hey you know like black panther's done when are we gonna see the asian superhero like hit me up shang chi and all that stuff so it was really cool i'm not gonna lie i wasn't really impressed with the trailer because uh it it just it just wasn't enough uh footage just for me to say oh you know like that looks pretty cool you know what i mean because you know there's some trailers that draw you in and they're yeah. like oh my gosh like that looks pretty cool and there's some trailers that like show like the whole film to you <laughs> so it wasn't that so I, my my experience was definitely different from the trailer and watching the movie um but at the same time i was probably really excited because i knew who Simu Liu was from kim's convenience and i watched a few of his uh pieces that he did with wong fu productions so that was pretty cool um so that was my first take when i saw it yeah well well like how did you think of the trailer when you saw it like oh well, you, uh, i mean I don't really recall remembering everything I saw in the trailer. I just remember mm -hmm. I was like, yes, an Asian superhero. <laughs> that was yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even really process the rest of the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, the only thing I remember from the trailer is him doing push ups. That's the only thing I remember. And like, um, the only thing I remember yeah. was uh, the little fight, the little fight scenes that they snippets that they put up from the, the bus oh right yeah. right yeah that kind of like that was cool and it kind of in a way i guess uh it depends who you talk to it kind of ruins the moment when like oh this is gonna be the busting fight that we saw in the trailer you know what i'm talking about so that's pretty cool and aquafina i'm a big fan of aquafina uh her real name is nora i believe yeah and uh i'm a big fan of her so it was it was great to see that she was in the in the film as well um Next thing I want to ask is, uh, what are all the pros that you saw? I know you only saw it a few times. I watched it like at least five times. And, I watched it like three, yeah. three, four times. Yeah. yeah. 
if you're if you're able to sit down and take your time instead of doing something else to watch a movie more than once there's something that is wired in yourself that tells you that you enjoy it or either that or you wanted to look for something to critique it or yeah no uh, i i yeah. i do that yeah i still do that with inception <laughs> oh wow yeah i've never seen inceptions you've never seen Inception. No. oh my okay, I gotta goodness watch you gotta okay. watch it okay yes, wait sir. what that's, i'm gonna okay, tell you right okay. now that's that's one of my top three like favorite movies of all time dude. holy snap okay so <laughs> forgive me when did that come out 2010 okay inception what what's the genre it's uh i guess you could say it's like a sci-fi thriller sci-fi thriller okay action thriller sci-fi action Ah, there's drama too Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a christopher nolan movie so okay sci-fi thriller drama okay that sounds that sounds interesting. I love I love sci-fi too, so I might have to check it out. <laughs> it might be it might lean more towards just like an like action adventure drama thriller. Mm-hmm. But there's okay. like a little sci-fi in it too. There's a lot there's a lot of science that went into the movie. Okay. Cuz when I think I of like that you, title, I can't believe you've never seen it. I've never seen my it. My mind so is sorry. like blown right now. Oh my god. Inception. I got to check it you out gotta watch I, it with your wife <laughs> i will i will watch, watch it with, it with my wife. wife i guarantee you she might have probably seen it and i have it, it, I don't know. well it's just because like i'm saying that from our nerd side yeah if she's never seen it i i guarantee you there might be parts where she's gonna be like wait what and then like she's mm-hmm. gonna turn to you and then you oh, gotta explain it to explain her. <laughs> it yeah for sure no and that's uh that's great i'm always open for recommendations and you gotta tell me how, what you think about it once you watch okay it. <laughs> i will i will tell you um so let's let's go back to shang chi um do you do do you say shang chi or shang chi uh or how do you like it yeah i like shang chi too and that's how i initially thought when i when i saw it so we're, let's talk about pros what are some of the pros let's Let's kind of just go back and forth on some of the pros that you really liked about uh, this film. Um, I think they a pro. A pro you want to just do one pro right now, or some pros? We could do one pro, and then I go, and then you go, and then I go. Okay. Until like you run out, I guess. Um. Well, there's like I have an overall like one pro. I think. Oh, okay. I think they beautifully. Um how to get great adaptation of uh asian not just asian but asian american culture mm-hmm. uh, throughout the whole movie yeah yeah with all i the, love with all, oh yeah, yeah with go all for of it. the uh with all of the interactions yeah yeah each other no the, and, and one of my pros is exactly what you're saying it's you get to see characters like uh aquafina the the i I forgot already what was the name of her character katie uh katie her character she's asian american obviously and she's asian right but when she goes to this like foreign country you know like it's kind of like she's like alienated yeah you know what i'm talking about it's kind of like and 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 it's amazing to kind of see um i don't want to say white hollywood but because it was uh it was directed by uh an asian person um or Pacific Islander, 
that segment right there it, it kind of helps if you understand it it's one of those things where if you know you know it kind of helps viewers understand that hey you know you might be like a certain face or a certain color of skin and you could still like be like excluded or like included when you go to like the mother country you know you know what i mean so that's that was one thing that i really liked that they portrayed um and that was kind of similar jumping to a little different movie now to like crazy rich asians when rachel you know she's like chinese and then she goes to like the motherland and yeah uh, she gets looked at differently and she's being tr treated differently you know so that that was a really cool segment of it that i really liked uh do you have another one um i think the another pro was that they they incorporated like the way that they did like their uh their cgi it was like it's a marvel movie but it's really different too it's they almost made it like it was like a chinese made like cgi film because you know like when you watch chinese films nowadays like their cgi is like out of the world like cgi yeah. you know and like i think they did a great job at at incorporating that. i don't know if they did that on purpose Mm -hmm. But I thought I thought that like their their way of doing CGI it was it was like a new uh, like a very new flavor to how Marvel usually does their CGI. So yeah, yeah, like that's true too. And I want to piggyback they they did a really great job CGI with like the mythical creatures and yeah um, and the dragon especially uh, and I think that the, the the CGI that probably stood out the best for me was that Nine Tail Fox that showed up. Oh yeah, that, that one was really like cool. <laughs> yeah, and uh, other than that, like even like all those. Um, uh, since we're talking about CGI, that's definitely one of my pros too. The special effects were great, especially when they did that, like you know that Doctor Strange like water um, portal thingy when they came out with the car yeah i was even thinking like what if that's like another element of like um skill practice that you know people from the doctor strange uh cults like practices because it reminded me a lot of that so yeah like i maybe, thought that was really cool maybe the sorcerers learned it from them maybe probably uh a pro for me definitely is the fighting choreography um yeah, i want to say the person i don't think i think simu liu uh he he was great um i think the part where i because I, I i grew up watching a lot of like martial arts movie and uh obviously like martial art movies from the early times until now has definitely evolved um like you know how like for example like back in the days like bruce lee put everyone on the map but then, like, if you really go back and look at it, people are just standing there and let and letting Bruce Lee hit them. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> or like uh, purposely grunting stuff. I think I think Simu or the guy that plays Shang Chi, I think he was doing great. I think that his best fight scene was probably in the um, in the bus, in my opinion. Um, but I think the person that nailed it was definitely his mom. Um, the mom and father's first uh, meet and greet, like yeah, choreography fight scene, yeah, like that totally like brought back like you know like crouching tiger hidden dragon like vibes and like like what is it? Um, 
Return of the Condor Heroes and you know those movies where like they're 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 pretty much uh I don't want I don't know how to say this but they're dancing. They're yeah. pretty much like martial they're dancing with martial arts and they're they're like um they're using that as like a courtship. And that's how like they were communicating to each other to to show each other strengths and all that stuff. So that was like beautifully done. So yeah, it yeah. seems like it seems like the Chinese uh, people they they love utilizing Tai Chi as like their heaven their heavenly like martial arts style. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's like their their graceful fighting style. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really pure. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that was pretty cool. It technically was Tai Chi when I like yeah, saw yeah, it. And, yeah. yeah, and seeing like, um, even like Michelle Yao, and there and kind of doing her thing because we've seen a lot of her like stuff like growing up too, and and she, she still got it, and she was fluid and moving like water, and it was it was amazing. Um, some other pros. That come to my mind. I really love how um, they they did that specific fight scene uh, on the rooftop with uh, the Death Dealer. Mm-hmm. You know the guy that I I, I say he looks like Yasuo <laughs> from League of Legends because of his hair, yeah. uh, but with like uh, like uh, like a Rey Mysterio painted face. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, he he looked really really badass. Like excuse my language but he looked really cool um and i love that specific fight scene when um he took the uh his um shang chi sister's pendant and was running and shang chi tackled tackled him and they they fought up they fought uh up there with like the reflection of like you know like the um the building that was lighting up like advertisement and like purple and like all that stuff i felt like that was really cool and a modern way to to do it and that that um i knew that that's like small it's a small element but it's actually it makes the production look really well because it reminds me of like you know like when you think of like king kong like coming into like tokyo or like or or, or godzilla coming to tokyo and ruining buildings you see all these colorful like thing, um lights and buildings and stuff when you see like you know on the t-shirts and stuff and how it's um traditionally supposed to be that's what it reminded me of it had that flavor in it so i really like that yeah like the the that's the pro of uh that i would agree with you is that um i like it that they that they focused on on making the fight scenes pure and not make it like where they're doing something where they have to oh we we have to make him or her cgi in the scene because it's just impossible for them to do this stuff you know yeah, and yeah. so i i thought that they did a really good job at keeping the fighting very mm-hmm. pure and that everything is actually done by the by the actors or the stuntmen um, yeah. doing all the fight moves and everything yeah do you know the story about the guy that plays the death dealer i don't do you know who that is do you know the story wait you say you don't right I so his name is andy and i don't know if you ever seen uh there's a youtube channel called the marshall club and what they do uh one of their popular videos is where they're dressed up as like the, the avengers and one of them is dressed with Thanos, and they're like they're like uh, do martial arts and they're fighting him they're using like 
old like Wu Tang like sound effects of like those old kung fu flicks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember uh, seeing that <clears throat> that video kind of went viral um, on Facebook. Like some people reposted it, but he was one of those um, flippers and like uh, uh, he does like a lot of tricking and flipping and acrobatic like martial arts like uh, that he practices on in his own garage. And when he tried out for the part. I'm not sure if they reached out to him or he reached out to them and he got that part. So he started out on, I believe YouTube, if I'm not wrong. So if you ever get the chance, you should check um, them out. They're called the Marshall club. It's actually, it's actually pretty good content. And there's this, it was actually cool. Like um, there's this video where they, they went to like a panel where Donnie Yen was there and they like prepare like this stuff for him. And, and they did it for them and it was uh, for him and it was pretty cool so check them out uh his name was andy and definitely want to say and agree with you that it's it's amazing how they utilized uh no cgi for uh those stunts and then most most of them were real flipping and real like hand-to-hand combat so that was good do you recognize who that uh who the um that big that tall white guy is the guy with the the arm machete the arm machete <laughs> yeah um, do you know who that guy is oh my gosh we were just talking about that the other day i wasn't it's not game thrones related is it <laughs> no it's uh it's, it's not a, it's right a, okay it's not a game of thrones related he might be on other stuff but i know him by something else okay then i'm probably not with you on that one. okay did you watch a lot of like Jackie Chan films growing up? Yes, I do. <clears throat> do you remember the I forgot what it's called, but do you remember the one where it's a really old film? Do you remember the one where um uh they went to the safari and then he got captured and he had to learn how to adapt to like you know the um, the African tribes culture and then later like he came back and he 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 came and lived with civilization and then like later like he fights these two guys on the rooftop. And one of them had earrings and he was like, he was using the guy's earrings as advantage. And one of those guys was him. And he is actually on uh, one of the guys in Jackie Chan's stunt team. I don't so, know. I, I, yeah. would, I have guessed that. <laughs> I would not have guessed Yeah. That. So like, it was just cool. Cause uh, uh, I, I knew, I, I thought I knew who he was. Obviously he gained like mass, um, but I had a, I had to be sure and when i found out but i thought that was really cool so and i heard they were using jackie chan's like stunt team in it so <clears throat> that was really exciting so and and obviously when you use their team i'm, I'm sure they they come with their a game because um the name jackie chan he does his own stunt and he does like prime and uh very good quality stunts i know that i know that he played um uh Ivan Drago's son in Creed. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he yeah, did. He's, he's the son in Creed Two, I think. Yeah, I haven't seen Creed in so long. Obviously, there's some pros that I can't think of. But do you feel like we should, we could move on to cons now? <laughs> we can move to cons. All right, all right. Some cons. All right, I'm gonna go first, man. So I didn't like how they made. Um, I didn't like how they didn't make him like dramatically put on his suit he just like ran out with it and not just that like his outfit like the top is 
is pretty cool but he's just wearing like jeans with it and with like some like like vans or jordans um <laughs> i don't know like what were the thoughts like i could see why the director could say like oh we want it to be like you know like he can be comfortable and do this um we, we want to make him different because we don't want him to like you know put on a mask or put on like you know uh, a full-on suit or i'm not sure maybe it, I, i'm not sure what what their approach is but that was one of my cons how about you any any that comes um, to mind i think one of my cons i would say i feel like they had they had katie and they focused on katie but i feel like his sister was like always an afterthought like not like not enough like yeah like her story, story screen time her story just wasn't it felt really incomplete mm. uh, i mean the way it's set up maybe she's going to be playing a bigger role later on you know yeah but uh just overall yeah i feel like they introduced his sister as an afterthought and then like the rest of the movie she was still kind of like an afterthought <laughs> yeah so, so for me i i thought that was like a con because but i mean you know like i i, I don't i i mean i could only assume maybe that is part of the depiction of asian and asian american culture where the daughters are usually an afterthought but uh they did i mean i guess they did do the whole thing where like she's trying to like make it on her own or like you know but yeah i thought that uh that 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 kind of kind i was kind of like hoping that they would do a little bit more with his sister yeah um seeing especially because seeing that how big of an impact their mother played you know mm -hmm. yeah so i that's probably one of the little cons that I, yeah. that I would say yeah yeah um i mean i don't know if you saw the second uh post credit scene for shang chi but she's supposed to be supposedly you know how she ran like that uh that nightclub fighting yeah. like thingy and she's now taking I believe her dad's throne where she's the she's taking over the throne for the what is it the 10 rings or the man or she's pretty much like the new mandarin or maybe like the 10 rings i don't know exactly what she's going to identify herself as but it yeah, seems that's why like I, yeah that's why i said that the way it ended maybe yeah. she's gonna have a bigger role down the line yeah so probably yeah i do feel that too i felt like um I do feel like you know they could have gave her some more like screen time or some more like um significant like see how her journey got there to uh, opening her own like you know um nightclub or fighting club and stuff like that yeah like the yeah. thing is is like you know her mom her mom did so much to like change their dad yeah, so yeah. her mom was like such a significant part of the storyline and mm -hmm. it like you know the whole thing about like she reminds their dad of their mom like you know they could have built like a really strong character out of her where like she she had a bigger i guess just a bigger impact i felt and like you know because towards the end of like when they're fighting at the end mm -hmm. she was still kind of like not really <laughs> a yeah. big part of it you know yeah if anything like 
I think one of her best screen time for when she was like doing her thing was when she was practicing in that bamboo area when uh, her aunt gave her that. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, a con for me definitely is I didn't like how the death dealer died. I wanted like a rematch or I wanted him to like, I guess like, you know, traditionally die, die, but, but he died from like one of those like soul sucking, like bats or whatever those things were. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know what you mean. You know, you know that old guy that we all know growing up, that guy with the mustache. I just knew him. I, I don't know his name, but I know Kung he's Fu from Hustle, like Kung right? Fu Hustle. Yeah, <laughs> I just know he's from Kung Fu Hustle. I didn't like how he died either. Like, like he just straight up said, "All right, do this," and then like he died. You know what I mean? And um, yeah. it's weird, but I like another definitely another con is. Uh, I didn't like how like you know how like the, the, they mentioned that the dragon scale can um can kill those things right mm -hmm. and like the whole dragon was made of that dragon scale and it was yeah. like technically going around that thing and like scraping it but then like one arrow like killed it and i kind of <laughs> saw that coming in a way I don't know if you did, but I kind of saw that in a way because, like, I've seen a lot of movies that were like that before. Yeah. And I knew that Aquafina or Katie had like a part where you know, like, I'm sure because they they brought her into archery, and then uh, I knew that something was she was gonna play a part in, in, in something like that. And by the way, when they uh, it's kind of off topic, but when they took it to the archery, you know, station, I loved how that lady mentioned if you aim at nothing, you hit nothing. That was so powerful and i'm gonna steal that and take that with me very cool it's but a, yeah it's, it's kind of like the same as you you uh uh what is it it's like you only miss the shot that you don't take yeah yeah you miss the shots yeah. you don't take exactly yeah well okay another now going off of what you were just saying about how um, the uh the dragon right how the dragon died I I thought that the storyline was great and I ultimately thought that the storyline was just going to be him versus his dad. Yeah. That his dad was going to be the ultimate guy to beat at the end. Oh yeah. And it's like the storyline kind of just went and I was like oh it's great 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 and it got to, it like the the dark dweller was like <laughs> It's like last minute introduction, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, all this is going on, but this is the real bad guy. And yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Like, where did this guy come from? And then yeah. like, he ends up being like the big bad guy in the in the yeah. movie. So that's one thing I did not like about how they wrote it. Because, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, for me, I was like, the Dark Dweller was just. I don't know. Because, like, because at first, when they, when they hinted at it, about the dad hearing the mom's voice, but obviously you can you knew that it wasn't the mom, it was something else. Yeah. I thought it was just gonna be something about like the rings, you know? Yeah, yeah. But then yeah, it ended up being like, oh yeah, well there's like a whole entire like demon <laughs> that, yeah. they, that they're trying to keep locked up. And I was like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> and then like yeah. they show up to the mom's home, home village and it's like, okay, we're gonna, <laughs> we're oh it's gonna happen like in five minutes so yeah. you guys have to prepare you know that's one thing i did not like about it i i thought that it, the story would have been great if it was just 
his dad in the end. Yeah, yeah. They, like that his he, dad was like the true villain. Yeah, yeah. Like it was a lot of yeah, that's true. It was a lot of mixed feelings too, because like you know when like his dad sacrificed himself for him. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, it kind of got me a little bit. I'm like, oh dang, like they it was kind of a little sad right there. But like I was like, wait, so that wasn't the bad guy and like you, you gotta admit it, it was funny because i was like what if the dad went into the shrine instead of praying what if he like destroyed like his mom's like shrine but he went and he's and he like prayed and i was like yeah. whoa like don't i thought you you thought your wife was still alive so i thought that was pretty funny and they went and they like fought in <laughs> yeah 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 so i that was if anything that was probably my biggest con yeah yeah like I was like, like, like like thinking like the dad was like the main like it, nemesis yeah, well, yeah like it was it was kind of like they they did too much yeah, to yeah. A good movie they did too much to a good movie yeah but the thing mm-hmm. is is i get it like they're like oh you know we gotta it's the mythical creature thing yeah. you know like, it, it, the, so, chinese, the whole chinese mythical creature storyline so i i i understood that from that yeah. concept so, just, so let me like, yeah they so let me ask you like if they didn't show Juan in here to give you like that marvel taste like oh this is a marvel film you know because you know when they show Juan, mm-hmm. uh wong um in one of the in the scenes with this Bob, yeah, yeah 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 like Bobby. that that was what th- that and um wong coming to get him and all obviously the 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 scene where um the first post credit scene where he um wong takes them and he's talking to like dr banner and captain marvel mm-hmm. i think that in my opinion this could have not been looked at as a marvel film it could have been yeah. like the dragon warrior you know yeah, talking about like it could have been like the dragon warrior of 10 rings you know what i mean but like you know like um because i heard people say that before too that i've talked with that re- like kind of gave me their critic and I made, and I and I thought for a second, oh, okay, like it brings it to life that it's in the MCU because they reference like, you know, like half the population disappearing and um, and you seeing Wong and stuff, and it made it more real. You know what I mean? Other yeah. than that, if, the, if those elements were there weren't there, you this movie could have been like its own movie where it's like, you know, like like I was saying, like the Dragon Warrior or like, um. Yeah, that's what I, I was know. saying. The chosen, like the, the chosen ten ring one or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like the way that they they did the CGI in this movie, it was something so different. Yeah, so, yeah. From a Disney Marvel uh, movie. Yep, yep. Probably one of the best. Uh, some people, obviously, um, I've listened to some podcasts where they disagree that the, they even said the CGIs were bad. But uh, since we're talking that it's good, and I truly believe it's good. And I want to stay on that energy. Is I believe it, this was probably the best like CGI like Marvel movie that I've seen so far. Um, that might be kind of hard to say, but uh, just in my opinion, obviously, um, yeah. Any other cons that? Oh, comes well, to your just mind? to to to, I I agree with you because for them to to go the route that they did to especially like I said. If, if they purposely made the cgi uh like they i feel like they purposely were like oh like we're not gonna make the same kind of cgi movie we usually make uh, or like the cgi we use in this movie it's not gonna be the same as like all the other marvel superhero movies it's we're gonna take a little bit from 
the Chinese culture of filmmaking and 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 turn it into a Marvel movie. I thought they did a pretty good job at that too. I because if those people the if the critics think that the CGI was bad, they got to go watch some some Chinese movie. Chinese yeah. movie CGI's now are like out of the world where you're just like yeah. wow, like it's just so fake, you know. And yeah, like, yeah. you know, I mean like but at the same time I would say that a lot of times when people people who critique CGI if they think that it's bad I feel like they're also almost kind of part of the the group of people who like just don't like a lot of CGI in movies yeah even though like they probably I I don't think they know what they're really talking about cuz it's like yeah. you got to you got to watch like a Spider-Man movie they made in like the 80s then you be like I know. look that's no CGI right there yeah. that's horrible you know like that's that it's it's just yeah. like all like it's raw yeah i so think i think CGI a, per, probably first got introduced um in Star Wars yeah it if, was like if, Star if Wars. i'm correct Star Wars was like the 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 stepping stone into like you know the matrix and all that stuff yeah it was like star wars and then the matrix was the one that kind of really propelled it. yeah no but, but yeah, it's... i would say i would say i agree with you it, i i would say that out of all the cgi they've done in marvel that would be my favorite one Shang-Chi. Yeah. yeah yeah you know like since you bring that up i mean i don't recall a lot of like cgi cgi cuz like when i think of cgi i thought of like you know like mythical creatures or things that mm-hmm. aren't they they can't have so they use it i'm not thinking about like you know iron man's suit or like yeah. or or like when he's up in the air and all that stuff but uh i'm i'm when i'm talking about cgi i'm talking about like oh there's a creature and like they make it look a certain way or yeah like um, like yeah. iron man's suit it's easy to even if they use CGI it's easy for them to make it re- look realistic because it's something that they actually can make yeah you know it's it's but something that they can actually like, make yeah like yeah. what you're saying a mythical creature which like no one has seen or know what it is they yeah. they it they kind of they made they manifest it into what yeah. it became so yeah for them to be able to do that and and turn it into you know what we saw in the movie it's pretty mm-hmm. pretty awesome yeah yeah it's funny because it sounds like we have more cons than, <laughs> but like, hey, you know, oh, like some of these, some of the, okay. what we were agreeing with right now was kind of pros. It's yeah, in a way, like it's pros, pros. It's more like pros against cons that other people say. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I think if we talk about pros and cons, you, we can always nitpick, and the things will come up. Um, but moving towards the next thing, I just want to ask. If you got the chance, what would you change? One thing you can change or or some things you can change. For me, I obviously the probably the uniform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uniform and um yeah, I gotta think. I wanted to see more um more screen time of him like in the States. I feel like it was I felt like it was a little rushed. Um obviously uh i kind of wished in a way uh his father wasn't the nemesis but i i wouldn't know what what they would have done with that those are some things that come to mind what i would change 
I think um, I would have added more. Something I would change too is I would have added more like Marvel elements in it. You know what I mean? Like more. Yeah, I was it. I was just about to say that. Yeah. that I think they 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 should have involved the uh, because they want they obviously want him to become a part of, of the Marvel universe. I think they they could have used more like uh, maybe more cameos, like yeah, or more like cameos exactly. or longer cameos, you know? Yeah. And and also like, out of all cameos, like I love Wong, but why use Wong? Like I know he's Asian, but like, like you know how he's in San Francisco? Like why didn't you just make him walk past like Venom or something? Because you know Venom was in San Francisco like in the first one, or like I don't know. Um, well, at that time, at that time, that Venom wasn't a part of the universe yet. I think that's why. Mm. Probably. No, I think. Well, okay. I think they use Wong because at the moment, uh, well, I think for the next movie that we're gonna talk about, I think it kind of solidified why Wong was there, because mm-hmm. Wong is supposedly the leader now of the, mm-hmm. story, of the sorcerers. Mm-hmm. So, because we don't know whether or not Shang Chi is happening around the same time, Spider Man is happening, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is both after the blip. The blip. It is after like the yeah. That, so so that, the um, phase, yeah. Yeah, it's very possible that yeah. it's happening coincide with each other. Um, but yeah, I, I I was just gonna say I think the one thing I would I would change is not more, but maybe one more cameo. <laughs> yeah. By someone, like you know. Cameo. That's true. Or or like. Make, like if they were gonna have Wong in there, maybe make his cameo longer. Yeah, a little longer. Um, but just yeah, I would say I I would even say Katie's Aquafina. Yeah, supposedly she's like her she's coming like together. Now, her know. character coming full circle together was kind of like off-putting too. Mm where it wasn't enough like it was like really rushed you know yeah 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 like like it just felt like the storyline was just really good for because this was what like a two-hour movie right yeah yeah almost two hour it was like really good for like an hour hour and a half Mm -hmm. and then and then it was like the the last like 20 minutes is like everything has everything that is good it should take an hour to explain it's going to happen in 20 minutes yeah yeah <laughs> so, yeah i would say uh, the only thing i would have changed is maybe they could have made just movie just a little longer just to make yeah. it just to make the storyline uh, uh full full uh full out yeah yeah but other than that i i think uh, uh everything sh- is was pretty good uh, it wasn't too too bad yeah 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 i, I just thought that that was it I, I think that I wanted to see him go fulfill like that mission that his dad wanted him to do, <laughs> but they didn't show it. It was just like, yeah, it was just uh, confirmed through the word of mouth. Cause like in the beginning it says he couldn't do it. And then later he said he actually did it. And then he just ran away. And well, yeah, dude, I seriously thought that it was going to be like, he killed like Katie's grandpa. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I thought, thought that was going to be the story. Yeah. I thought that because like the grandpa is in there and the grandma, but then, like, I had to try to rewatch it to see if 
Because I, if I, when I rewatch it, I think, I think the grandpa is still alive. Uh, I think his grandpa is her grandpa is dead. Is, is he? Yeah, yeah. Because um, she said, remember when uh, her grandma said, um, oh yeah, you know, last time I put like beer and like food, and the next day it was gone. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, at his yeah, grave, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would yeah, have been yeah. so trippy. Yeah, oh, so goodness. I thought, yeah, I thought that the story, like halfway through, when when he kept talking about the, his assassination thing, I was yeah. like, oh my goodness, like he killed Katie's grandpa, right? That like, would have been trippy. I, I thought the and she, story, and then she becomes uh, the villain. She becomes the villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, or trippy. like you know, like there has to be some kind of forgiveness there somewhere, your redemption. Oh wow, that's, so, that's 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 pretty uh interesting how you thought of that because like, that was the first thing that came to my mind yeah yeah that's interesting um it was like building up a mystery of like what he if he did it or if he didn't do it who did yeah. he actually kill you know yeah yeah um, that's true because it doesn't seem like it was just like a group of guys or like a gang or something yeah, okay I thought, was, I thought i was gonna like, get to a point where she was like Oh well, you know my grandpa died like this, you know. Oh, and then he was yeah. like, "Wait, was yeah. it from uh, a kid?" <laughs> oh, or man. or like he he became friends with like her and her family because he feels like regret, you know. Yeah. And that, and he, you know, yeah. I don't know that. Just me. That's me in my like cinematography, like story writing mind thinking while i'm like watching a movie like oh like it could have went that way and then yeah it yeah. did it like, oh, okay never mind <laughs> yeah i have those thoughts too sometimes well um we're we're wrapping up on shang chi um your overall verdict or i for me i thought it was great um obviously like there's no perfect film and i i might be biased but i really liked it because it it um, obviously introduces the first Asian American or Asian representation uh, Marvel individual into uh, the MCU, and um, I think he's really powerful. I'm not gonna lie; if you talk about combat with him with the Ten Rings, he's probably like past like Captain America and Black Panther, maybe. He's probably strong. Yeah. For me, he's probably but stronger like, than some of the Eternals. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not, okay, like, Eternals is a whole different story, but, like, Eternals, I don't know what you thought about, but I thought it was terrible, in my it opinion. Wasn't, it wasn't as great as it probably could have been. I yeah, I felt like maybe it was rushed, but I felt like the main guy, it was, like, he, he reminded me of, like, Superman. I feel like I only it watched was... it. I only watched it for Gemma Chan. <laughs> Yeah, and and also like it was interesting. A lot of people were saying like, uh, it was it was weird how um they added like a sex scene in it, and um oh, yeah. no 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 Marvel, no MCU really had that, was that the kind first, of that was yeah. the first Marvel sex scene. Yeah, so yeah, I felt like that could have been like its own movie too. That's just one of it those. It kind of was to be honest. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it was it's. Like, it was there yeah it was it wasn't that great for me too because it was more like ah, you guys don't matter <laughs> i know yeah it was like, after everything that everyone's gone through you guys are like, just here doing your thing right yeah all right so overall verdict shang chi 
Um, I liked it. I think it would be it would be like a seven or eight out of ten for mm -hmm. me, maybe like a seven point five. I guess you would say. Nice. Um, just the the three points is just you know the the, the parts that I mentioned and the cons, like the storyline kind of suffered okay. uh, from it being rushed at the end. Yeah. But other than that, like the reason I love this movie too, mm -hmm. compared to some people who probably didn't really love it. Yeah. I just loved it because, like, when I first watched it, it gave me the same feeling of when Jeremy Lin became the starting point guard of the New York Knicks, right? I was like, me we too. have an Asian superhero, you know? Like, I know. So my biasness was, like, that, like leaning towards that. Dude, I, I am with you. Yeah. I truly maybe was just biased, but I was telling, you know, all my friends and families, And even my coworkers, this movie was something that deserves to be appreciated in the cinematic like environment. So it was really nice and awesome representation. So um, enough said for Shang Chi. It was great. I would give it. I'd probably give it like an eight and a half out of ten. Um, but it was great. Um, hopefully, the second one. I know. I know they confirmed to do it. Hopefully, it's uh, even better or um has even yeah more, I, like, i think i think what, now yeah. they got the 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 movie to start it up going i think yeah the next one should be you know the wheel should be spinning pretty good for the next yeah one. so super excited for that okay all right next um the last film that we're gonna <laughs> kind of give our thoughts to is spider-man no way home no way home right yeah no homecoming. way home Uh, far away from London, no way home. I just realized that all of them have home incorporated into it, into the titles. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, Before we begin, I have to say I I'm not the biggest Spider-Man fan. So okay. <laughs> I want all the whoever, li whoever listens to this, even the host, if you're a Spider-Man fan, call. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you if you guys are Spider-Man fans, don't take it to heart. Yeah. I'm not a big Spider-Man fan. I love Spider-Man being a part of uh, being for Sony to allow them to 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 use Spider-Man to be a part of the MCU. I love it, but I'm not one of those like every time a Spider-Man movie came out, I have to go see it. Because I'll be honest, like the first time they came out with Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, I never watched the third part. What? Uh, the uh, wait, you still haven't seen it? I I've only seen bits and parts of it. Oh my gosh! Uh, okay. Yeah, I seen part one and part two, but part yeah. three, I was like, uh. and then like the new Spider. I watched both of Andrew Garfield's mm -hmm. Spider Man, um, but and then like for Tom Holland, I, I never watched Homecoming until like a couple years after it came out. Okay. And then uh, Far From Home, Far From Home was the only one that I went to go watch in theater. Far from and home. Then, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then no way, no way home. I also watched it in theater. In but theater, I yeah. just watched it because I I wanted to see what it was compared to my expectations. So oh, that's okay. where we're gonna go to right now. <laughs> For sure. Okay, I'm excited. All right, I want all the smokes. Don't take and, it too uh, hard. If if I yes. say something offensive. <laughs> yes, listeners. Uh, uh, don't take anything too hard. This is just uh, our initial thoughts, and everybody. Uh, has uh entitled to their own opinion so chinu i want you to tell me everything all right but thank you for the context and some context 
I hope you take the time to go watch Spider-Man 3 because that one was actually really good out of all the Tobey Maguire series. I think I've seen um, it from like halfway to the end. Halfway to that? Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a lot going on in that film, to, to be honest. I feel like they could have split mm -hmm. it up if they wanted to, but yeah. it was interesting because they introduced... There's two villains in it, that's why. There's Sandman and yeah, Venom. Sandman yeah, Sandman and Venom. Yeah. And Venom. Um, but anyways, I, I, I love Spider-Man. Um, well, I, I like... I really like Iron Man, but you know how Spider-Man came out first? Mm -hmm. But I love like when Tobey Maguire came out, the, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I think I was only in like second grade when it first oh, came yeah, out. Oh yeah, not like uh, the very yeah. first Spider-Man with yeah. Tobey Maguire, I loved it. Yeah, yeah I loved but, it. But like my love has like definitely evolved because when, and I'm gonna say this now, but when Andrew Garfield came out, I thought the cinematic way how it was done and the cgi was amazing so mm -hmm. andrew garfield until this day is still my favorite spider-man mm -hmm. uh the amazing spider-man and i'm really glad that his debut in this movie helped uh give him momentum to want for them to do another one for him possibly or or, inc or include him in the mcu in the future and uh and he deserves that and and it's weird because like i'm one of those people like wait you guys are all like saying all this about those two movies and then now all of a sudden you're you're gonna include him because yeah, like he's he's like it's a dog <laughs> yeah because like it's it's hard because like you you finish the first three with the original Tobey Maguire who mm -hmm. pioneered it and then and then you come out with this new concept right uh that gives you more of like I felt like the Amazing Spider-Man was more like a darker it was like a dark uh, if you watch it, it was it was a little more dark. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. And I and, and I heard and I heard some of these like uh, cool facts that this YouTuber and uh, podcaster compare. I'm not going to mention their names, but and I and I want to share it with you later. And it's it's hilarious. But I'll, I'll talk about it when we get there when we talk about them three. But anyways, uh, first initial thoughts on trailer. Um, I think I saw. I might have seen it on my phone. Okay. But I think I woke up. I think I woke up in the morning, you know, mm. going through the social media feed. And I'm pretty yeah. sure I saw it. Pretty sure I saw it either on Facebook or YouTube, like last, like the other one. Mm -hmm. And then I just like, oh, no, new trailer, you know. So I watched it. Yeah. Um, just because my mind was still fresh off of Far From Home. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, like, let's see what's going on. Like, Oh, like every you know, everybody knows who he is now. Let's see, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, let's see what happens. I think that's. If correct me if I'm wrong, that's the first film where everyone knows who he is, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So. Except yeah. Uh, well, I mean, because you know, I read so much up on like like you know the news of it and everything, so. You know, they try to like make it seem like nothing is gonna happen. The villains are gonna be coming in from mm. the multiverse. Yeah. And like they kept, you know, they try to keep the Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire thing under wraps, but it was never under wraps. It was like everybody knew they were gonna show up in the movie. Yeah. So, well, the thing is, like, no one really knew for sure. So I think they did a good job marketing that in a way. Like, I people, for me, I always thought, I always knew. I was like, those two always knew. Show up. <laughs> yeah, like, like for me, like the trailer for me was when they posted like a fake picture where like, oh, like it's been confirmed. Like, you know, those like <laughs> trolling posts. Yeah. 
that there's going to be a you know a multiverse where all three of them are going to come and i was like no way and then you know like and obviously when i watched the trailer on my phone um uh, saw on facebook that it was a really raw like teaser because like uh, they use like old footages and some new footages until until like a couple weeks before uh, the release and then that's when you saw like oh like more footages of like um dr Oct- octavius and like the green goblin you didn't even see the green goblin at first you only saw like his bomb you know what mm-hmm. i mean and his laugh and that's when you know oh dang like i think those are the biggest clues like oh there's probably the other spider-man's coming you know what i mean no, for me, yeah, no, for me, honestly, the way I would put it is when I watched it, I would have been more surprised if they didn't show up. Those guys are gonna show up at some point in the movie because, yeah. but yeah, that, <laughs> so, um, um, there was a post that I read that they mentioned they weren't gonna do a trailer for the film, yeah, and they're just gonna put have people go watch it. I feel like they should have done that, they should have done that. They should have done that. Yeah, they should have done that. That would have gave it more, um, even more hype, even for first time Spider-Mans. So pros, I loved, obviously, how they made Tobey Maguire's character really wise, especially after watching all of them and and some of the things that he did was that was so wise. That I really like. In pros, in the pros uh, that we're talking about here is like when. Uh, Tom Holland was gonna like stab the Green Goblin and he came to like stop him and he gave him that look like like dude like this is not you or this is not us you know what I mean and um, like just the way how like he like showed up too like not even suited he was like in like uh, casual clothes yeah yeah I thought it was uh, he, I, I thought he had a really strong like wise presence There, there's some pros um, I thought that it was really good to have Doctor Strange be a part of the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, I. You feel I mean, like they nerfed him? No, not really. <laughs> okay. I think they kind of showed a lot more of his 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 ability and power in this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like how powerful he actually is. Um, yeah. Okay, like just raw, like like positive i would say you know obviously he is taking responsibility for his actions that uh you know that when things go wrong he's like not running from it and he's yeah, like yeah. responsibly uh of what's what's going on yeah yeah even yeah. though he's the one that caused it <laughs> yeah and and he and he's always like and he's like even like during the midst of like the crisis he's even like uh trying to like fulfill like peter's like requests you know what i mean um, and, and and i and i felt like i wanted to see him like go at it with like one of the villains just to see but then he was just like he was just there to say like oh this needs to stop and all that stuff i i like it i i thought it was cool how he went through multiple suits <laughs> mm. in the movie <laughs> yeah it's cool how he had like a like a hoodie on inside his cloak. I just thought that it was amazing and funny how they they referenced each other on like, hey, who are some of the villains that you fought? So that was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I thought I I thought that uh all three of them, Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, I thought they 
being a, especially being spider-man and then like being put together in a film together for the first time yeah. i thought their their on-screen chemistry was like on point yeah yeah they were just great together you know yeah it wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like oh this is heck awkward you know it was like they just they're just great actors and they were able to just like come together in their scenes especially because there's you know like they're such big stars and yeah and especially they're portraying such a beloved you know marvel uh, uh character and yeah. from all three of them to share a screen together mm-hmm. uh, or scenes together and be able to like bounce back for, uh, bounce off of each other the way they did it was, that was i thought that was really good yeah and i and i loved how um you know how they use like cgi but they use like the idea of like de-aging somebody i thought they did whatever they did to toe mcguire he he still looks pretty good too uh, <laughs> yeah. i i would have thought he looked like you know what i mean like a little more i don't want to say outdated because that's a bad word a little more like on the older side you know what i mean because the toe mcguire they're supposed to bring back is technically the one that still uh, was still fighting I think what helps is his voice too. <laughs> that yeah. Maguire has like a really, you know, uh, uh, young voice. He didn't have an old voice. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm going to talk about kind of like all three of them. And um, I'm not sure if it's related to pros, but. And I got this from this this uh, podcast that I heard about. Like, people are going to connect with each Spider-Man like differently. Like, people are talking about how like Tom Maguire was like a like a gen um a gen x because like people knew peter peter parker as like because tom mcguire's spider-man he was like more of um communication problems uh was really shy uh, yeah obviously was a nerd you know his social skills was much yes his social skill was different and then like they're saying andrew garfield was like he was too cool for you like he was a skater he was like he was like the millennial (laughs) spider-man like yeah like uh (laughs) He, he 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 like looked good and all that stuff man. uh and then they talk about tom holland being like the the gen z like he has all like this things that are given to him you know yeah. from like tony stark and he has like all these advanced things and they don't introduce him as like having the struggle of like losing uncle ben like andrew garfield in them his mm-hmm. uncle ben was kind of like losing tony stark i think that's why i felt like i i like andrew garfield more because he was more of like I guess my generation because when i think of like spider-man i think of like like uh somebody that's like tall and lengthy i think it's because andrew garfield um i don't know he looks like a regular dude that's why <laughs> all right let's talk about some cons now all right <laughs> I, have all right, I have i have i have some cons i have too many cons dude <laughs> i want to hear them all or the ones that come to mind so one of my cons is i thought I'm gonna put two of them in one. So I didn't like the cheesy like word exchanges from the villains. I thought some of them were really cringe. Um, and I didn't like the character of uh, Electro because like the Electro that I know from Amazing Spider-Man 2, he's like a nerdy guy mm-hmm. and he's blue. And he had like a straight hair and like a little comb over. He wasn't like, um, like he came out like um, very like, dominant and like um like hood you know what i'm talking about yeah so so that's one thing that i didn't like but then like you know how he referenced like oh man like um i know who you are like 
you're the you're you're their friend neighbor spider-man and you're you like save like you know like all these people and you help people in the poor neighbors i i just thought you were black and then i and i thought it was pretty cool because they 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 referenced that as a cameo for like miles morales the black spider-man right so i was thinking like one of my theories is what if he's from that universe from the miles morales universe but they brought him in you know but i think that disney for me as a disney's mcu fan i thought that they made this movie too nostalgic like too nostalgic it's it was like it's like for me i was like okay like my opinion on it is the way it is but i understand this is like purely a nostalgia movie <laughs> that they made for the spider-man fans but for me i felt like the storyline suffered because of the nostalgia I think that, um, like, I I don't, I I I don't like all the Tom Holland Spider Mans because I feel like they're the same film over and over and over again. He's learn he's not learning his lesson, you know. So it I got I guess you could say I got exhausted from it, you know. Like I, I got exhausted from like. This guy still hasn't learned his lesson, you know. Like, you know, like <laughs> that's how I felt like watching the movie because I was like, and then like I talked to like my friends about it who are, like I have a friend who's like a super Spider-Man fan, and like uh, he, you know, he he allowed me to like open up about how I felt about the movie, and I said, I I, it's a good movie, but it's not one of those like Spider-Man movies, because. He's like he's Spider-Man fan, so he's like, oh, this is like the best Spider-Man movie ever, you know? For me, I'm like, mm, like it's it's good, but it's not the best. Like it's not the greatest Spider-Man movie for me because I'm just like, I I'm getting tired of him not learning his lesson, you know? The first one is about him not learning his lesson or like learning his like learning how to be a superhero with Tony, right? And he already kind of had the moment with Tony with great power comes great responsibility in the first one already. And then the second one was about him trying to cope with trying to be a high school kid and be a superhero at the same time. But this is after after Tony's dead, right? Yep. yep. And then, you know, he's like, oh, I don't want to, like, like, I'd rather just be a high school kid. I'm not going to be a superhero. So here, here, Mysterio, you can have Tony's technology. But then, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, he, like, like, you know, like, with that, he, like, learned that, oh, like, you know, like, Tony entrusted me with this. Like, I have to understand that the responsibility of, of all of this, you know, it, like, I have to take responsibility of it. And then come to this one, like it's he he already went through the struggle of trying to be a kid and be a superhero at the same time, and he already went through the struggle of the great responsibility of having great power in the first one, and in this one it was both of that together. <laughs> so I was like, wow. so like for me I'm like there's no growth for me. Yeah. I felt like there's no growth for him, especially because the thing is like 
the thing that ruined it, like the thing that I explained to my friend that loves Spider-Man, I said, look, the thing that ruined it, that ruined the story for me, just uh, cinematically, is that if if in if Infinity War Endgame never happened, this movie would be fine. But Endgame and Infin Infinity War Endgame happened. He went through not just like like because you know like like all the other Spider-Man like Toby and and uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. They went through just Spider-Man issues, city issues. You know, maybe, maybe it was never on a global, like, like, like real life. Like, yeah, it was problems, never on like yeah. a global, a global thing. And the thing with Tom Holland Spider-Man is he not only did he deal with a global issue, he 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 dealt with a universe issue. Yeah, yeah. You know, like like to the point. And the thing is, is he like losing Tony should have been the should have been like the the main like he learned his lesson you know like wow. es especially like, like for me like that's how i felt philosophically mm -hmm. looking at the movie like losing tony should have and then like what he went through uh after in in uh far from home it should have he should have learned like like just storyline wise for me if i'm writing movies he should have learned his lesson there already yeah, yeah. But then in this one, it was it, it also it came back again. Like he still hadn't learned his lesson. Yeah, so yeah. For me, I'm like, there's no growth in the character, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's why I said the pure nostalgia of how they made the movie, it it made the storyline suffer from it because they're like, mm. oh, like how how can we incorporate these guys from the other universe into here? for the fans but mm -hmm. still write a story for this oh like he's gonna try and save everyone and mm -hmm. the thing is is that with everything that they went through you know with infinity war in game and what he already went through he should have already known he can't save everyone you know yeah. and uh and tony like tony taught him that like you know mm -hmm. you can't save everyone you know and that you have to make the big play at the end and tony made the big play at the end yeah. and the thing is is like that's why i said i i felt like because they wanted so much nostalgia from the movie that the that that itself made the storyline suffer from it because yeah. the thing is is like they tempered with time right or reality and mm -hmm. it screwed up a lot of stuff and tony died in the process so how is it that he why is he screwing around with reality and not understanding that something bad is going to happen, right? With, especially yeah, yeah. with when all of that already happened before, right? Like, like for me, it's just everything happened before that he could have learned his lesson from, but he did like, like if they purposely were writing it so that it's like, oh yeah, he constantly can't and doesn't learn his lesson, then yeah, mm -hmm. I get it. If that's the purpose of how they wrote it, I get mm -hmm. it. But for me, I'm like, I got exhausted from like him not learning his lesson. You know, yeah. so I was like, that, that's so, like what you got from it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you know, like, like he, like he should know that, like, like Doctor Strange pretty much put it the way I felt. Like mm -hmm. these people are not from here. We, do, we, we're not supposed to deal with it. They have to go yeah, back yeah. to their reality and deal with yeah, it. Yeah. And deal with their own and, fate. And yeah. Stuff, and yeah. for him, he's like, no, like I have to save everyone. <laughs> and, and then, like, you know, and then, like you know like he lost aunt may and then 
on May with the whole nostalgia, like oh, with great power comes great responsibility. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I'm just like that's so cringe, you know. Like they obviously they did that for the fans. It wasn't for yeah, yeah. for people like me. It wasn't for people yeah. like me. It was for the fans. And then like you know, like I just felt like the whole nostalgia of bringing in the other Spider-Man, which was great. I I was it was great seeing Toby and and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. But I just felt like because they catered so much towards the nostalgia of it that the storyline suffered. Mm. You know, because because the thing is, is I felt like going into the new phase, like, you know, because the the last one before this one was after Endgame. So it was like, oh, introduction Mm. into the new phase, right? And this one is supposed to be like opening up to... So the thing is, like a con I would say is the storyline of spider-man no way home suffered so much from the nostalgia it felt more like a, a setup for dr strange mm, like dr strange multiverse like dr strange's ma- multiverse madness feels like it's gonna be way more important mm. you know like that that post credit scene felt like it was a trailer instead of like it was it was a trailer scene. yeah technically it was, yeah, a trailer. it was a trailer yeah yeah so the thing was is like i felt like I felt like just if if I'm looking at it not as a fan, but just from like a, a, a cinematic fan or cinematic like uh, critic. Critiquer, yeah. I would say that it set up it set up the multiverse of madness for Doctor Strange better than it did for just the overall movie. Mm. Like I, That's I just interesting. Yeah. I just fully felt like the storyline suffered too much because of the nostalgia. Yeah, of, of how they the the, the the nostalgia elements that they uh, try to bring in and try to incorporate with Tom Holland's story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the thing is, is you really look at it like what you were saying earlier. Like you liked how they made Tobey Maguire like the wise one. If you really look at it, what Tom Holland Spider Man went through, he should be the more wise one out of all of them. Mm. Because yeah, he's still technically a kid, but he's he went through way more than they did you know yeah yeah uh if anything you could say andrew garfield spider-man might be kind of equal because he actually lost like the person that he loved right yeah yeah in his arms so he he went through like what you were saying like the dark he went through a really dark time yeah the thing is like every the events that that spider-man went through uh, or tom holland spider-man through yeah for me i just felt storyline wise mm, he there's no growth. Like there wasn't yeah. any, like there wasn't any growth in each mm-hmm. of the movie that that yeah. they did, you know? And then like cause like now like like I was telling my friends, right? <laughs> I was scaring them. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was telling them, I was like, you really look at it, it's really easy for Sony to just be like, Spider-Man is no longer gonna be a part of Marvel. You know why? Because mm. no one in Marvel knows who he is anymore. Mm. Right? You really yeah. think about- yeah, no yeah. one in this MCU universe or yeah. the MC universe. Uh, Doctor Strange uh, yeah. erased everyone. Yeah. yeah, no one knows who he is anymore. So it's like, oh, if we just, if Sony just like, oh, we just take Spider Man back and not let him be a part of the MCU anymore, it wouldn't matter because the thing is, yeah. is he, doesn't, he technically doesn't exist anymore, right? Yeah, because yeah. No yeah. one knows who he is anymore. That's so, interesting because, like, right? Because, like, Venom, um, <laughs> I wonder how they're gonna make Venom and them like cross paths because 
if they made him know and forget about him, like wouldn't Venom not know who he is? You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, is it looks the way that they're setting it up is they're. I think they're going to make the Venom with Tom Holland actually like Venom, like mm. where he latches off of him and then mm-hmm. becomes like a bad guy. Mm, okay. I I don't I think see. they're going with the same um, uh, Tom like tr- Tom like Holland. like okay like like you know traditional Tom, where like there's a separate host yeah because well because yeah. you know how Tom Hardy's Venom is like an anti-hero like Deadpool yeah yeah I think what they're they're probably gonna use Tom Hardy to play uh, Eddie Brock again but it's probably gonna be like uh, like the comic books uh, yeah. Because like Venom like is that, right. Because Venom is traditionally like he's a villain. Uh, we know him as Eddie Brock. Yeah, and he's a yeah. villain. Traditionally, yeah, and he's, he's one villain. of Spider-Man's biggest nemesis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a great. That's a really great like. So if you're a Spider-Man fan, you Kong, the people who are listening, I'm sorry <laughs> that I have such deep critique about it. Yeah. But so, so that, me, yeah. So, so let me ask you, like, do you feel like he learned his lesson as? Because you see, like, at the end where he, he he moves into his own apartment. And do you think that could be the start of his, him learning his new lesson? Or, uh, well, his the thing lesson? is, like, the, the way, the reason why I scared people was saying that, oh, you know, Sony's going to take Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and make it their own like they always do. Yeah. Because not only does no one in the MCU know who he is anymore, he made a Spider-Man suit that looked like the sony spider-man suit yeah. it's not the marvel spider-man suit anymore so. yeah yeah it's not like the dark one anymore yeah it looks more yeah. like Obi- i'm not i'm Obi- not really like i'm not really a fan of his new one i'm not gonna lie it just looks um it looks like comic book spider-man spider-man it looks um that he made his new suit he made it looks more like toby and andrew, andrew. yeah like that concept yeah yeah so <laughs> that's why like i i like i said like i scare people i say look like don't be surprised man like everyone's like oh you know they signed him on for another three spider-man movie. i was like yeah but you don't know what's gonna happen like sony sony still has the rights if they yank yeah. him they yank him that's it you know that's true so well that's like, cool a conspiracy dude i'm telling you <laughs> thank you for sharing um that was a really great breakdown and obviously it sparks a lot of light bulbs in me. I didn't like that they used Zendaya to play as MJ. This is more like for the whole like um the whole franchise. I felt like in the beginning it was um what was it? Uh it, it was that it was that um it was the African American girl. And then like all of a sudden, like like cause Zendaya was like like this kid that was just like making fun of them, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they didn't, they didn't, they didn't uh, address her as MJ. They just addressed her as um, I'm not even sure what they dressed her as, but it wasn't MJ until like the second. All of a sudden, like he has feelings for her, you know what I'm talking about? And I, I, I don't know. Like maybe this is harsh, but I can't see Zendaya playing like I don't know. If she, I don't know if Disney Marvel they see her as like a like a modern version of MJ, but I feel like they could have casted like another choice. Uh, Cause when I see Zendaya, I think of like, uh, I don't see her in, in, in this role, other roles maybe, but probably not this role. So that's probably how I felt about it. I'm not sure if others felt, feel the same way I did. 
Yeah, I just thought it was really cringe, like their romance. It was just really off. It, well, you know, to be not to say talking about that, I actually I love their their story in this one though. Mm, I thought she yeah. was. I thought being like a. It's it was refreshing to see like a supportive girlfriend for Spider Man. Like we're like, especially way. like, like, cause you know, I, cause you know, they obviously have a relationship in real life, so it helps yeah. with their chemistry, and like, uh, her consoling him after Aunt May died. I, I really like that, like you know. Yeah. And then the yeah. thing is, is it got to the point where he's like, man, like I could lose her too, you know. Okay, so um, overall verdict, Chinu. Overall verdict. <laughs> Uh, I thought that this was a really good movie for Spider-Man fans. <laughs> oh man! Um, <laughs> Ouch! Uh, if I were, because I've I've always been a fan of Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man too. I'm like, yeah, I, I love I loved his Spider-Man just because um, I thought that his relationship with Gwen drove his franchise. Yeah, yeah. And and the thing is, is uh, it drove him for his whole entire uh story arc you know yeah like him choosing to be a hero him choosing uh uh to try and be like a normal kid to him you know uh losing her like i thought his his storyline uh was a little darker but i think that's the reason i liked it more is a little mm -hmm. darker yeah um, but yeah like i overall i've i i think that it was a great movie for spider-man fans mm -hmm. the andrew garfield spider-man movies would be will usually come first as my favorite spider-man yeah. movies yeah. so yeah i i like i wouldn't be able to put this one in like my top two or three <laughs> yeah yeah because uh, totally, yeah. i i think both of the amazing spider-man movies are my favorite and then Tobey Maguire's first Spider-Man would be like my third favorite, mm -hmm. and then Tom Holland's first would be my fourth, mm -hmm. and then after that is like everything else. But Chinu, I just want to say thank you so much for taking your time to uh, do this um, podcast with me and th with this segment of just reviewing these two films. Hopefully, in the future, if uh, there's any big films or or hopefully after i watch inception or something oh, yeah and it inception, calls for inception and it, dude <laughs> and it calls for another episode we can do it um uh thank you very much and i i will let you go and well thank you for um, letting me take up your time so. no no problem and <laughs> uh look out for it and uh hopefully we could do another one again soon thank you so much Janu. Oh, yeah. thanks for having okay. me i appreciate it